The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Normally, we try to keep them away from kids. Oh, rim shot! But it's time for Nick and Chris to go on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. Billy Connolly, our buddy over at ESPN, analyzed each way-too-early top 25 team as far as the ceilings and the floors. Now, of course, he said Georgia's regular season ceiling at 12-0, and the floor is nine and three if they go nine and three and they struggle offensively um i know where the fingers are going to be pointed they're going to be pointed at mike bobo yes um i'm okay with doing an article that if you choose to without knowing anything especially who the starting quarterback is going to be and what system and how much of the old system is going to be around and everything else i'm okay with that as opposed to just giving me if you're going to give me some parameters here's how you're better here's how you're a little bit worse Nine and three doesn't feel like it's really acceptable in the world of UGA anymore. And you qualify it with way too early. We understand yeah, yeah, there's yeah. still a right. lot of things that need to happen right. and will happen. But nine and three is not going to make a lot of Georgia fans happy. Mike Bobo, of course, last year, even though he was working as an analyst, Todd Monken and everybody else, Kirby Smart said it, he did help in play design. And Georgia's offense, we know, used multiple running backs in a variety of ways, which was the same thing that Bobo did when he was in Athens. Don't forget, uh, Todd Gurley, way back when in 2012, and Keith Marshall were the combination, and they combined for more than 2,100 yards when they nearly beat Alabama in that SEC championship game. Gurley missed six games in 2014, but then Chubb stepped in as a Nick Chubb, and he led the dogs with over 1,500 yards. Sonny Michelle had over 400 yards, and we know that there's still going to be a stable of Georgia running backs this year, so at least that's something Mike Bobo is used to dealing with. The other thing that he really should have that might be because Kirby's smart. It was the first thing he said. It was the second thing he said when he got the job. We've got to be bigger, stronger up front. He was really talking offensive line as much as anything else. Bobo should be in a better situation offensive line-wise. Now remember, David Green, Aaron Murray, SEC all-time record holders, 2,100 yards on the ground. And we are saying that I think the gift that he's been given more than anything else is the painstaking care they've taken to build up that the offensive line is going to be good every year. Dejon Edwards, Kendall Milton, and the battering ram, Branson Robinson, are all back this year. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to him just running people over. I mean, he's, he's like Tyler Algier. Limited sample size, sure. I understand. But Robinson seeks contact. Don't you think that there's going to be a freshman in a couple of days that you're allowed to hit? And there's going to be some corner safety who's just basically come off the high school field. I'm not telling you, you haven't seen good talent, but you might not have seen a guy who's seeking you out the way that this guy will seek you out. He will find you. Yeah. And he will knock you down. Um, he was at Georgia as the coordinator, Mike Bobo, for eight years yeah. prior to coming back. I don't think people realize he was in that position that for job. that long. Yeah, they um, knew he was there. I just, I, I would agree with you. I wouldn't have said it was eight years. 07 through 14, he was the quarterback's coach starting in 01. So add more years to that. He was here on the staff forever. So as Mark Rick got there, he was actually there. I, I wouldn't have said eight years as OC. 
I would have never guessed that either. I also know this. Uh, the average defensive ranking when Mike Bobo was the coordinator, including at the end when he was scoring all those points, yeah. was about 58. Uh-huh. You had guys like Willie Martinez and Todd Grantham, yeah. for the most part, as your coordinator. So let me change my tune on the offensive line. The second greatest gift he's getting is a bigger, stronger offensive line. The first gift he's, gift he's getting is a better defense, statistically across the board, slam dunk. That's the best thing. I didn't even think of it that way, but you want to help your OC out? Play defense like that. You could have done back then a show every day and just brought up the name Willie Martinez or Todd Grantham, and people would have called and went nuts. Willie Martinez, 404-231-168. He's the reason we don't have four titles. (laughs) It is true. You were breaking records in the SEC on offense. So people are saying Bobo because he's very familiar with this offense and he helped design the offense under Monken could be the second coming of Todd Monken or, worst-case scenario, the second coming of James Coley. You well, don't remember him really, do you? Because he wasn't here all that yeah. long. The 9-3 and three would probably tell you that in some worlds where 9-3 and three is, look at us, aren't we pretty good? He's not going to be thought of as Todd Monken. Who were the two guys that were James Bond for, like, one or two movies? George Lazenby, and then there was a... Uh, was it Timothy Dalton? Timothy Dalton. So you don't want to be that guy. That's who James no, Coley is that's when you talk about assistant coaches under Kirby Smart. Right. So when Roger Moore is considered to be much better than you, then you know that you really didn't do it very well. Yeah. Then he had to bring in, to replace Coley, Jim Chaney. Right. And the word on the street was that he screamed at Jim Chaney so much that at times, what am I doing right now? <laughs> Taking off the headsets. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> That's a pretty good analogy with the James Bond thing. Thank you. I know you did it. You just weren't very good at it. Whatever happened to him? Oh, yeah, he was here for a while. Wasn't very good, but he was here for what a while. What do you think? I think it, I think you're right, too. I think it's George Lazenby. It wasn't Lazarus. It was Lazenby. What do you think his IMDb says after that? Timothy Dalton made a few more movies. I just remember seeing him. I don't know anything about last. Um, I know he was dating. I can't remember the name. He was dating someone rather prominent in the world of tennis. I think that's where he was married to okay. this person. I'll, I'll take it a step further. Other than that, I can't Margaret really. Margaret Court? I, I, <laughs> I can't really tell you much I don't about know. George Lazenby. Uh, Todd McShane, ESPN's draft guru, has compared Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback Bryce Young. You talked about his height earlier. Yeah. Um, to Patrick Mahomes. This is the quote, and maybe this is a backhanded compliment. I don't know. He's a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Well, Patrick Mahomes is a, you know, he's a Hall of Famer if he stopped today. So if you're telling me the only thing that's different about the two of them is Bryce Young smaller, by the way, why compare him to Patrick Mahomes? This is another example. I don't know what you're saying there. Just because you can doesn't mean you should? I, I mean... We're really going to the guy who's the best quarterback in the NFL, huh? You couldn't come up with something. Call him Drew Brees. I'm Hall just, of Famer, but at least he's out of sight, out of mind for a couple of years. I'm just telling you right now, I'm not drafting Bryce Young. I'm not doing it. You'll see flashes, but he's not going to stay healthy. Like Lamar Jackson, you're going to break down sooner or later. Like Michael Vick, you're going to break down sooner or later. You just, at that size, with that style of play, you're going to have injuries. Because while they don't call it bounties anymore, you know... I'm sorry, bigger, stronger, faster. I know I can't hit you with my crown, but I'm going to hit you. And and we can still high-low you, kind of. I know I'm not supposed to go after your knees, but how do I slow you down? I hit you so hard that I might actually clip your knee. Now, I don't know what the rules are going to be in the NFL five years from now. I, I'm not even joking about this. If, if you throw a shoulder pad into a guy, knee area, what happens to you today? Throw your shoulder pad in. 
They say, oh, you can't do that. Can't you hit can't hit them high. You can't hit them low. What are you supposed to do? I, you I can't land on them. What are you supposed to do? There's no, There doesn't seem to be much left other than three Mississippi. That seems to be the only thing left is you, you're going to have to count the three Mississippi before you break off the line. And for the first time, Todd McShay is very, very challenged, he says, Uh-oh. when putting together a mock draft. Yeah, yeah. He said, and I quote, okay. 24 years I've been doing this, and he might be the hardest evaluation I've ever had. He's talking about Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson, who I believe he's got going number nine. All the mocks run together, yeah, so yeah. I apologize sure. if I'm wrong, but I believe... If I'm not mistaken, he's got him going number nine overall to Carolina. So then he has he, made he's a decision very, on him. Yeah, he, he has, but he's very conflicted. In his 24 years, this is his biggest challenge. Okay, do you want to know what the headline should be? This guy has gotten paid to do this for 24 years. <laughs> Again, I'm burying the lead. Maybe that's me, but that's the headline in my head. He's made a living for 24 years doing this. Um, you talked about the fact that Ken Wisenhunt is now on the Alabama staff. In an off-field role, he did the same thing with James Franklin since 2021. The last time he was on the field was when he was the offensive coordinator for the Chargers when they crossed over, in fact. It was this long ago from San Diego to Los Angeles from 16 through 19. All right. I have one more. Remember the conversation about halftime adjustments earlier this year? It's just a handful of weeks ago, maybe about a month ago. Hey, what can you really do at halftime? Did you see what Andy Reid said about the longer halftime? He took advantage of it. He said, we absolutely. He, he was emphatic about the idea that they took advantage, down 10, and doing what they did in the second half. It's a great question to ask. He said, longer halftime helped them. We had two sessions going on in a way that we wouldn't have been able to, in a normal game, have two sessions. They did on. more than have a sandwich, an orange, and right. make a number seven. Yes. Had a lot more time to do yes, that. Yes, three twos and a one. Correct. <laughs> Which, by the way, would mean you had a really bad pregame meal. Oh, Certainly bad. the night before was not good to or, eat. Or a bad orange. One of the two at <laughs> halftime. Want to get your thoughts on this. Florida lawmakers are working on creating bills yes. to create criminal penalties for fans who do rush the field or court after sporting events. Now, you have to catch them. Are That's they will- the problem. Are they willing to go to video? Because he- here's the thing. As people are running around, if there's enough of them, how many people do you want chasing them down, and are you causing more of a problem? Three guys bring a guy down to the ground. I'm not kidding. Now, all of a sudden, you go, oh, we put ourselves in harm's way to rile up a crowd. I think is it like a- traffic lights? Do you rely on video? And then uh, how do you figure out who that person is? I, I don't know. I, again, if there's three people running on the field, I'd like to think that we have people capable of taking them down. Um, the minute you have hundreds. Yeah, it's it's an issue. One would make it a first-degree misdemeanor, which carries up to a year in jail oh, and God. fines up to $2,500. Well, maybe the deterrent is, hey, you might not get caught, but if you do, you're going to jail for a year. The bill also applies the same penalties to those who drop, toss, or throw any substance, object, or dangerous instrument into the covered area. What's the covered area? Well, it's any designated area for use by players, coaches, officials, performers, or personnel. I don't think there's a big problem with chucking, is there? Well, Around aside sports? from when Lane Kiffin went back to Knoxville. Yeah. I don't think there's a big chucking problem. I do think it's a little bit... Uh, here's the deterrent. If you leave your seat, there's a chance you're going to go to jail for a year. I wouldn't leave my seat. There's no game. My high of winning, I don't see it being an equal. Let's see. We won a big game. I go to jail for a year. Now, I'm not Brian Hoyt. I'm not willing to take that. That's not a good math equation for me. And everything, everything does come down to math for me. I got this. 
Is it equal to this? In this case, it doesn't seem to be. So, I got one more. Do you hear about the gambling stuff that's going on in the state of Georgia? Yeah, they're floating the bills out there as we speak. Um, a couple of years ago, when I said we don't need casinos, and none of the teams are pushing for casinos anymore. I don't need a book. I'd like a sports book. Put it in Truist Park. I'd no like doubt. a Falcons-themed casino. Yeah, put it. Falcons I, cards. I don't, I don't want to do that. Because then when the team's not good, then and I got to. And the beauty is you don't even have to change the roulette wheel. It's already red and black. If you told me there was going to be a designated area where I can go bet any baseball game in Truist Park, great. If I can do it in the battery, great. It's like off-track betting, the world that I grew up in. Or it's like going to a racetrack to be able to bet other racetracks. The phone in your hand is the thing. I don't need 48 floors on top of a casino anymore. I don't. I can get my fix if I want for two days, but what I like to in-game bet, yeah. Are there people who are going to be against it because they say this is not good for society? Yes. But we've lived with a lottery for this long, so am I really supposed to believe, oh, no, it'll only get worse? Yeah, it might. Things either get better or they get worse. More betting possibilities for people might not be good for some people. But don't hold me to that. I want to be able to say, how many runners will reach base in the top of the fourth? Here are my odds. Five guys will hit first base. Do I want the bet or do I not? And and it's money for the, for the state. I mean, when push comes to shove, let's talk about it. It really is about if you do it right. Just it'd be hard to lose money. Listen, go to every state. That is legalized gambling. The profits, the numbers speak for themselves. It do you, works. Do you know that do you know that gaming booking in Vegas? Do you know how much money they made on the Super Bowl? How much money do you think they said the Vegas two billion? They made eleven million dollars. No 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 because I'm bad at this. Yeah, you're terrible at it. I think everybody thinks that everything that's bet they win. They don't. There's they made eleven million dollars. I'm telling you in a world where you can bet this way with the phone in your hand, you will work at a better rate than Vegas casinos work at. Uh, Notre Dame, we talked about the fact that they were turned down publicly twice for their offensive coordinator position. Uh, they have promoted tight ends coach Gerard Parker. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you tight ends coach Gerard Parker as the new Fighting Irish offensive coordinator. Whop, whop, whop. Well, how does a head coach... Now, listen, I'm not doing a press conference. But if I have to do a press conference, how do I say he's the man we wanted the whole time? Uh, you can't. You can't. Now, again, he'll take the job. There's a bump in pay. You'll spin it eventually. Hi, Just, uh, I'm Gerard. Is this thing on? <laughs> I mean, you have to be honest. We hope this is now going to be, be, and we believe this is now going to be a blessing in disguise. After an outside search... We have really, we did a deep dive into what we have right here. How much money do you think they wasted? Oh, $68. How much money did other people make because of them? There's a good economic, yeah, there's a good economic system. Be wanted and watch how much money your economics change. Um, ESPN, the word on the street is, remains interested in the Pac-12, the uh, 1030 games especially, you know, Pac-12 after dark, but... Andrew Marchand, who seems to have all the answers when it comes to sports media. He's, he's very good at what From the he New York does. Post. That he is. Um, he said last fall the Pac-12 and ESPN were hundreds of millions apart. Hundreds of millions. So it sounds to me like if they want to get him back to the table, we're really going to have to start over. I'm not happy with you. I'm not happy with me. Let's start all over again. Yeah. That doesn't sound like we pick up where we left off. We're going to come in with clean paper. Yes. How far apart are we? Hundreds of millions. <laughs> Give me a couple of days. Now they are desperate.
The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.